It's episode 116 of the Improv London podcast. I'm your host, Stuart Moses, and this week's guest is Yuya Ekhoff. Is that right? <laughs> that is right, yeah, Yuya Ekhoff. Excellent. Right, okay, <laughs> I should have just carried on. Hello! <laughs> Hi, Stuart. Thank you for having me. How are you? <laughs> I'm really good. And I'm extremely pleased that you got my name right. Thank you very much. I do try and get names right. <laughs> names are important, both in improv and out of improv. <laughs> you are in two duos at the moment. I am, yeah. Tell me about dudes. <laughs> and why is it called dudes? Uh, dudes is my duo with Ed Farger. And, um, well, we call, we, we are a couple, but we call each other dude. Ah. When if this is like um, when we message each other or something. And we wanted to have a name that, um, that didn't imply a certain style. Oh, yeah. Uh, that didn't, um, that wouldn't make people think, oh, that is what we get. And now, basically, that is what people get. Usually, our sets start with two dudes, two, just two friends, which means I usually play a guy as my first uh, character in that specific set. And it's, yeah, usually it's about these two people and their interaction with each other and their flaws with which they drive each other up the wall but at the same time being best friends yeah, yeah, yeah. so the kind of interaction you usually just have with your best friend where you think okay at this point in time you might be an asshole but we have to work with the material at <laughs> hand so let's deal with that um yeah and we have a lot of fun with it Cool. And do you uh, ask for a suggestion? Yeah, just offer. We ask for a suggestion mm. of anything at all, right. and then run with it. Cool. Mm. And do you have a particular format that you use? We we develop it. Well, I mean, the beginning was that Ed had a gig with his other duo partner, but then that person couldn't make it. <laughs> so. Um, because he and I just improvise occasionally when we're at home. Um, I said, well, if you, need, if you need a partner, I can jump in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that worked very well, and we had a blast. And then we <laughs> just said, yeah, maybe we should just, we should just continue doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Yes, it must be a help if you know someone, if you're in a relationship with someone that you know them really well. That must be easier is it easier or is it more complicated oh it's so much easier it's great i i love it I, um it is easily uh, one of my favorite people to play with because of that because of what you described because um whatever he can he can do and say anything to me on stage <laughs> that is that is the one thing that's great because i know that because there's an underlying understanding of we love each other yes so there's nothing that could hurt me where I would, I, on the level of the player, would get defensive and say, oh, wait a minute, <laughs> maybe in character we should discuss our relationship as friends because that can't happen. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, 
there's more trust in that mm. and also because we talk all the time um it's very easy to get on the same page from the very beginning yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. um yeah so it is much easier also because um we had a lot of uh scenes or sets where we had a like a triangle relationship ah. and um so whenever we then in our in our sets play a couple there's no question that um i would kiss him to say hello ah, and yes. there's no this little awkward thing of okay but we know this is cool right because <laughs> we know this is cool yeah, yeah, yeah. um and also he can um pick me up or whatever uh, throw me around because i would um i would trust him in any situation yeah yeah so yeah it's a lot of people ask that um whether that is more difficult or whether that can lead to any um kind of conflict or but not at all it makes things much easier actually <laughs> so you don't ever confuse what happens on stage with real life no no <laughs> not at all also because um everything that is in our lives off stage has nothing to do with what we do on stage oh, right, and okay. and and nothing that is improv related is as important as our relationship so we established that <laughs> from the very beginning um so there was never a question of if you fuck up that set <laughs> <laughs> then uh i might sleep at my place <laughs> no this is just this is just another us playing together it's just another fun thing we do yeah. um so no it it was never complicated that's good because sometimes i i worry if somebody is using improv to say stuff to me that they really mean but mm. it's not acceptable for them to say it in real life <laughs> mm, yeah 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 i i definitely had the same feeling with in in some situations in improv um but if you have a very um open way of communicating with each other anyway yeah, yeah. then there are no surprises <laughs> <laughs> And I think, yeah, I think that is um, a very important thing with with anyone I I play with for me to just know there's an underlying understanding of we know how much we like each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you like each other as, as uh, improvisers, but you might not necessarily like each other as characters. Oh, yeah, and then... then <laughs> if necessary, yeah. And do you find yourself playing certain roles in dudes? Um, what what do you mean with so? Do you play sort of certain characters? So you know, um, I was just wondering if you fell into sort of playing sort of you know loud and confident characters, or whether you whether you play high status characters or low status characters, or can it just be a mixture of everything? It can it can be a mixture of everything. And usually because we would within 
the set, we would go into different characters. Ah, right. Um, and also take over each other, ca oh, each other's character. That's one of my favorite things. Too, yeah, right? it's yeah, great, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, because also sometimes the other one has the more fun character <laughs> and then you just wait for your turn to take that over and walk a little bit in these shoes so um we don't necessarily fall into roles within the set um but but we do have different strengths and weaknesses yeah 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 and um what are your strengths i think i have a very low level of embarrassment. <laughs> That's a great strength. Yeah, and I I think um, if I can endow my characters with as many flaws as possible, I have the best time. And really? um, so, so that's what I mean with a low level of embarrassment. It, I don't feel like my I my character is my business card. Right. Yeah. 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 I don't expect anyone um, to say, "Oh, look, you played an asshole on stage." That must be her in real life. Thank you very much. I'll walk another way. Um, so, yeah, maybe maybe that is my strength. But I have never thought about what my strength uh, might be. So well, this is just my guess. Well, I've got a big question towards the end that covers that again. So we'll return okay. to that. Regu gotcha. Regular listeners will know what question this is. Uh, so you mentioned your strengths. What are your weaknesses? Oh, Oh, wow. Um, definitely because I improvise in English, first and foremost, the language. Mm -hmm. Because um, I basically, when I moved here, I cut my vocabulary in half. Yeah. And that is just um, just what I have to work with mm. or what I get to work with. Meaning that also when it's getting um, super fast and sophisticated, I might get a bit of this facial expression. Yeah, this is great in audio, but... <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just because I can't follow. And mm. also I can't do puns, right. which is a huge thing here in British improv. But there, that is just something where I have to raise my hands and say, you guys got that. <laughs> I, I, I can't, I can't um, compete on that <laughs> battlefield. So is puns an unusually British thing then? Well... I couldn't. I can't say that confidently right. because I um, only have so much experience yeah, yeah, with yeah. different improv scenes, but it 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 um, seems to me that British improv is more on the word mm. level um, than, for instance, German improv mm. or um, in international festivals. I uh, that is, I mean, I could just, I could just sit and, and listen to an English improv set, a British improv set, and just enjoy that, just mm. enjoy the audio of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because it's that good. And mm. I, this is just something I can't pull off. <laughs> no, fair enough. And I, 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 I really struggle I'm terrible at wordplay and puns and that sort mm. of thing. That means when it happens, it's all the more delightful. Yeah. <laughs> because it happens so very rarely. And, and I would say I agree that in the, you know, the acts, 
from other countries that I've seen that come over and done UK festivals, they do seem to have a physicality that perhaps mm. in general the UK scene lacks, mm. which is, you know, interesting. I think there's much we could learn from other countries. Yeah, and I think vice versa. Um, because without my uh, my object work on stage, I'm not that comfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not comfortable with just standing and talking because I know that I don't bring a lot to the table. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, you you started improvising in Germany. I did. Yes. Tell me your improv origin story. Oh, um, actually. The thing was, I had a lot of free time at that time because I had knee surgery in December 2013. And before that, I, for, since I was a teenager, I did Kung Fu. At least when I was a teenager, I did that six times a week. Wow. And then later when I started university, a little less, like just a couple of times per week. And then... In my mid-twenties, uh, there came some rock climbing wow. into the mix. And I, I just, all my hobbies were extremely physical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, my, my outer meniscus ruptured and I had to get knee surgery. And what the doctor said very reasonably is what you might not want to do is smash your leg into anything solid. Which is fair enough, yeah, right? Still, and then, and that, yeah, 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 that guy made a lot of good points. <laughs> but that also meant that all of and also when you when you climb, you you um, use your legs a little bit like a frog to push mm. up, and all of that not good for the knee. Oh, no. Yeah, so um, all my hobbies were just brushed away, mm. and um, after I had learned to walk again, which took like in total that was five months um i just thought okay and now i have to find a new way of spending my time and uh, do you know meetup by any chance yes 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 yes, yes, yes yes i had signed up to that website years ago when i lived in sweden to learn swedish um and then I remembered that website and just logged on again. And apparently I had punched in that I'm interested in theater. All right. And there was this meetup popping up, um, a couple of people meeting on Saturday afternoons in someone's living room and doing something called impro theater. Wow. And I just thought, well, okay, I can give it a shot. That looks, uh, that looks like fun. Um, <laughs> and I went there. And after two hours, I came out of the building and I thought, okay, that's the shit. I don't want to do anything else <laughs> anymore. And uh, from then on, I just kept playing and playing. Yeah, and yeah. it was, um, it, it, yeah, it was really the best uh, thing. After Kung Fu, right. I had the same kind level of excitement when I started Kung Fu that I had with improv, only yeah. that improv um, was even better. Wow. So I thought, okay, no, I'll keep that. Improv, uh, yeah. <laughs> improv officially better than Kung Fu, unless you want to fight someone. For one yeah. person in the world, that <laughs> definitely is true, yeah. <laughs> cool, I think you're very brave going to someone's living room and doing improv, that's two brave things at the same time. <laughs> well, um, 
in hindsight, now that you said. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad it all worked Good out. God, I'm yeah. glad it all worked out brilliantly. I'm really happy it all worked out. Yay. I suppose you had done Kung Fu. I don't know. Does that yeah. make you feel safer? Yeah, exactly. but, but then but, also uh, the, yeah. the freshly operated legs. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. that's going to give them a chance. threatened them with my previous experience. <laughs> yes, in just Kung Fu. when my leg is better. I'm yeah, really yeah, yeah. shit out of you in a Kung Fu style. <laughs> Cool. I really, love, I really love the randomness of that. It's like, yeah. It was completely random, and yeah, it was a very lucky pick. Yeah. <laughs> so, what is it about improv that you love? It's a hard question, but I love it that I can create a world with someone else, and um, this connection with another person, and you both. You're on stage together and you're in this together. Mm. Yeah, so um, as long as no one drops the slack, you're fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And this feeling of um, neither of us has created this, but rather this was a group effort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, we couldn't have done it on our own. That feeling, do you know yeah. what I mean? I, yeah. I know exactly what you mean, and that's what I say when someone asks me what I love about improv. It's the ability to create a shared imaginary mm. universe with somebody else mm-hmm. that we could not have created individually, and then, mm. then we get to play in it. Yeah. Yeah. I entirely agree. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And that also then the tiny little moments when you um, look at your scene partner or your scene partner makes a choice and says, exactly what you were anticipating Ooh. but but no one but no one else um could have yeah. thought of that just because you guys have been playing together for that long yeah. they think oh, you fucking genius <laughs> yeah. Gosh, i love you so much but my character hates you so i won't hug you for that um this these sweet little moments yeah ah oh, brilliant yeah. Yeah, yeah can you think of an example it's hard Oh gosh, yeah, that really is hard. Mm. Maybe no, I can't think of an that's example. That's fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> it's really hard. Uh, uh, yeah, so that's. I mean, yeah, that's that's entirely why I love improv. It's um, yeah, it's that shared communication with people and mm. the ability to uh, just be, you know. It's that level of connection that I really like, which I don't think you get from anything else. No. Not even Kung Fu. No, no, exactly. But also, um, a connection with with the person you fight with is exactly what you don't want to have, right? Um, (laughs) Yeah, we both bet you to the ground. Um, Oh, my God, that would be a terrible thing to say. No, um, but also, I, I... did a lot of spoken word when I was in Germany, oh, right. and that was exact uh, in in parallel to improv. Yeah. Um, because um, poetry slam in Germany is a comedic thing. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Um, and there I noticed that it is the connection with someone else that I'm that I really enjoy. Mm. Because when you, you're standing there in front of the audience with your prepared text and 
it's fun because you um, always try to get them on your side. You're, you're on the one side, um, your text can be great. And if the audience hates you, you won't score any points. Right. Yeah. Or, or, <laughs> um, you 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 get um, you somehow win their um, their sympathy. You somehow yeah. get on the same wavelength with them early on, and you get away with everything. <laughs> with everything that is that is brilliant, and that's a lot of fun. But only for this moment, right. because um, backstage, a lot of people won't talk at all because really? they they are so focused or yeah. because because it's a competition. Um, and also everyone has created their own little piece on their own. Right. Yes. Um, and I I so missed that this feeling of um, doing something together and creating this whole thing together. That I know. Okay, I think this is really what I love so much about improv. Not the, not the necessarily the creative aspect, which is also great. Um, not the thing, the interaction with the audience and making people laugh or making people cry. Um, but it's really the thing of you and I were in this together, and mm. we will make this work. Mm. That's yes. the best. No, I, I totally agree. <laughs> Um, so when you were doing uh, slam poetry, mm. what sort of uh, what sort of subjects, what sort of slam poet were you? <laughs> the one, the one who who walks on stage with a black hair and a huge cloak. No, oh, um, yeah. no, no, not I, at all. No. It's a shame because I quite like that image you were painting. <laughs> oh my god, that would have been hilarious! I should have done that. <laughs> I would have made myself laugh at least. Um, <laughs> I usually took a um, an observation um, and first described the a scenario I, I saw and then pulled out a general observation from the web. Let me let me give you an example because that was very cryptic. <laughs> um, so I one of one text I really enjoyed. Um, presenting was about a previous flatmate of mine who had these kind of two personalities he was during the week he was this very um um yeah nice. low energy um, what's the, the like a downcast or, yeah yeah no, uh, um button tight tight Tightly buttoned up. Yeah, sort of yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. Accountant. Yeah. And then on Friday evening, he just got bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> then um, he got his um, fancy clothes out and went to clubs and just partied all night <laughs> and came came home at five in the morning and cooked some spaghetti and, <laughs> and slurped around and tried to get rid of his hangover during the weekend and it was it was such a such a crass difference between yeah. these two personalities um and i then i i described that um the the difference between his two personalities or rather his two personalities and then took that and said well 
so who are we? I didn't know who he was. Yeah, you know, yeah. he, he was, that was two different people, that were two different people, but which one was actually Niklas? Ah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't have an answer for that. Yeah, and yeah. I, and then I took that further, um, asking within the text, so who are you? Um, what what is it? Which kind of character traits are really inherent to you as a person, and which one do you put on to fit yeah, into yeah, yeah. whichever environment you're in? Yeah. And um, what what do you say because you mean it, and what do you say because you think it's appropriate? Um, and I just really enjoyed that thought, and so I made a text out of it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So and and it was it, did it rhyme? Was it rhythmic? Oh, it always rhymed. Always yeah. rhymes. Right. Yeah. Okay. In um in German uh, um, poetry slams, uh, there's usually a mix. Some people write comedic stories yeah, yeah, yeah. that don't rhyme, so a prose, and others would would draw, uh, would um, present poems. Right. And I tried to write a couple of funny stories. Turns out I'm shit at it, but I, but I'm, I'm, uh, I, I'm not the worst person in rhyming. So um, apart from making the audience like you, the second trick is make it rhyme and you get away with a lot. <laughs> so I needed that that extra little little goodie <laughs> to make people accept my my slam right. contribution and then, so it's competitive how, how are the judges how, how, how do we know who's won uh, the the audience judges uh, that right, yeah, yeah. so um you you present your text and then there are there's a voting system either by applause or by um um yeah, raising oh, their hands, oh, yeah. or sometimes when it's a huge audience, like let's say 300 people, then a couple of them get, let's say 10, um, get a board where they can put on numbers between one and 10. Right. And then the combined number or uh, uh, the combined uh, votes would uh, then add up to the final scoring. And after the first round, just the people uh, like half of the people uh the the let's say if we have 10 slammers the top five would get to the next round right. so it's like wow. a ko system yeah, yeah, yeah and one thing at first when i started i did not quite understand why they do it yeah. as a competitive yeah, thing yeah, yeah. um but then someone explained it to me because that is the only way of making people shut up during the presentations, because they are the judges oh. for whatever they hear, yeah. and so so there wouldn't be any talking in between, because they really have to hear what is presented to make an informed decision. Oh. I thought, oh my God, that's genius! Yeah, whoever really came up with it, yeah. <laughs> it's great. I know, I heard of that before. Yeah, it's really interesting. <laughs> Yeah, I found that a brilliant system because it also worked like a charm. <laughs> <laughs> so do you find um, you use either your Kung Fu, rock climbing or slam poetry in improv? Have you ever drawn upon those three skills? <laughs> oh, um, I do use a lot of physical movement, not necessarily rock climbing. <laughs> 
because I wouldn't know how. <laughs> Unless I climb on somebody's shoulders, which I did in a couple of sets, but you really have to <laughs> know with whom you can do yes. that and with whom yes. not. But uh, I think I wouldn't have needed rock climbing for that <laughs> at all. Kung Fu, definitely. Um, because it's when you, when you fight, you're completely calm inside. Mm. Your, your body has to move super quickly mm. and um, you have to see everything yeah, yeah, yeah. at the same time, meaning inside you're, you're completely zen. But on the outside, you have to be very twitchy and um, move extremely fast, yes. also with different parts of your body at the same time. So I feel um, what I learned during the 10 years that I did Kung Fu helps me in that respect ah, interesting. To, yeah, yeah, yeah also when i have a um when when within the scene um let's say my character just gets into some extreme emotion then it's still inside it's it's still that little monkey juggling fruit you know yeah, 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 just yeah. inside i'm calm when i'm outside just going wild yeah, or yeah, yeah. not or cry or whatever it is that's interesting yeah and also um kung fu in kung fu you learn how to um how to to control every single part of your body at any given time so uh, it's great for object work because i would never crush my cup yes. because my my hand while i play my hand is still um, in the shape of whichever mm. object I just grabbed. Mm. Just because you have to, again, it's the control of your body. You have to be able to do that. Yeah. Otherwise, you will hurt yourself. And <laughs> others, in a way, you did not intend <laughs> in Kung Fu. Yeah. Well, that's brilliant. And the slam poetry, well, when I, well, when I lived in Germany, I played rhyme sets. So where you have you have dialogue, but every piece of dialogue uh, is rhymed, yes. which is an awful lot of fun. I loved <laughs> it, but I can't pull it off in English. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> that, that would sound terrible, <laughs> just because of the limitation of my vocabulary. Um, it's uh, no, I think there would um, that would result in nonsensical dialogue. Right. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> uh, and Dudes isn't the only duo with which you uh, are in. That was terrible English, I apologise. <laughs> oh, I, I feel the language of this episode <laughs> is bad English. So, <laughs> I, 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 think, I think I feel now very supported oh, thank in, you. in okay. this choice. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I will gladly um, mangle my questions. In Thank you. To you. <laughs> Much appreciated. Um, so you're you're in another duo. Yes. Well, um, I I play with Stephen Davidson, and um, we don't perform. We just meet once a week and play improv together. Oh. Because yeah, he and I just really enjoy playing together, and um, we. Yeah, we have our weekly rehearsals where we just for two hours improvise together. It's like a play date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's really good. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. 
The first time so I saw fun. you perform was in a scene with Stephen. It was uh, one of the Dave Rosowski courses. Mm-hmm. And I watched mm-hmm. the, uh, the live feed and I thought, who's this? <laughs> She's really good. Stephen's all right as well. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm flattered. <laughs> um, so, yeah, how did, how did you get together with Stephen to, to do this? Well, um, I was here a couple of times before I moved here for workshops. Mm. Um, the nursery the nursery organized and in the first workshop that I was in I met Stephen and you know Stephen he's just yes. a lovely guy is, and it's is. impossible not to think oh my god what a great person yes um so yeah whenever we were in a workshop together we really enjoyed playing together and when I told him I move here he said okay then let's somehow in some capacity play together yeah and first we um we, we uh, assembled a team together, he and I, but the team did, uh, we did that via an audition and um, the team didn't gel as yeah. it sometimes is. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then after, I think half a year, we um, checked in with each other and said, somehow it doesn't feel right. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And, or I initiated that and he said, oh God, yeah, I feel the same, but I still would like to uh, to play with you. And I said, yeah, I feel the same way. I feel exactly the same way. So why don't we just play together? Yeah, and then, yeah, yeah. yes, exactly. Oh. Let's 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 just do that. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's 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 great. It's um, it took us a while to find out what our what our thing was, mm. what our form it was and we um occasionally found something fun and then just did that as long as it was fun and then moved on to the next thing and at the moment we improvise plays wow and um that is a lot of fun yeah it it seems that this is the thing that also um it's kind of narrative style what was what we started out with with Mm. our group Mm. (laughs) uh, what we initiated and we kind of took a detour yeah, to yeah. C- come back to that. Yeah. Um, so it feels like a very natural way for the two of us to play together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It sounds like a really lovely thing to do. Yeah. It's, it's um, as I said, it's like a play date mm. without any... Um, any intent of okay we have to put a show together and we have to achieve this and that but our goal is i just want to play with you <laughs> and that's what we uh, that goal we um achieve every time <laughs> brilliant that sounds excellent that sounds excellent and so is there a particular format you say it's kind of quite play like a narrative is there a particular format that you're following well i couldn't couldn't say this is the kind of format or a preformed format but rather um we usually because we we um rehearse here we just ask at the nursery i should say thank you to the nursery for uh giving i always forget to do this i should do this more often so i will do it now and then i'll let you carry on so i do apologize uh thank you to the nursery uh and Stephen, uh davidson and everyone at the nursery for supporting this podcast and uh giving us space to record thank you very much i'm sorry i interrupted please carry on please Uh, that's um that's very important (laughs) um 
So we, we rehearse here. So usually we ask someone in the office to give us a title All for right. our play. <laughs> and then we just start from there. And it becomes a, a, a story. Wow. Which is just a lot of fun because we are also not limited to a certain time slot. Beautiful. <laughs> we have our two hours rehearsal and if we feel inclined to do so, our play goes for one and a half hours. Wow. Absolutely unwatchable probably. <laughs> but, but who cares if no one watches, right? <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's, I don't think it's more specific than right. improvising a play together. Yeah, that sounds mm. great. So uh, you're in yeah, two duos. Uh, mm. And so how do you warm up? How do you warm up when you're in a duo? Because if you're in a larger group, you mm. can play all these sort of games. Mm. Uh, if you're going to um, warm up in a duo, how do you do that? It depends on the duo. For instance, um, Stephen and I, we always warm up with the Colombian um, mindfuck. Do you What's know a that? Colombian <laughs> This is um, <laughs> one one starts with words, so you go in beats like one day I oh, went oh, right. and so on and so forth. While the other one with every word would do a movement. Oh, right. And yes. um, let's say I do the movements, then I would have to in the in my second, second beat yes. I say your first word. Yes. Whereas you. Um, mimic my movements one beat behind yes. and i had not heard it called that i have done that yeah, i haven't heard it called that it's, yeah. <laughs> it's really hard um yeah okay cool excellent yes good yeah and also we then after we did that a couple of times um we do a little mind melt right and then we just ask each other are you warm are you warm and if we are, then we just go and play. Ah, fantastic. And with Ed, we just start. <laughs> usually uh, our rehearsals are somewhere in our living room and we have been talking um, to each other all day or all evening already. So we just um, take it from there. And when we, uh, when we have a show together, um, yeah, first we check in with each other, just how was your day, to just know what is the state uh, this person is in yeah, at yeah. that moment. Yeah. To just also know, also, for me, it's first of all, I hear myself saying what, what's, my, what's my emotional state at the moment. And also I inform my scene partner of this has been going on today. And this is the context yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, of my whole day. Because even if I try to strip it all off and just say, no, tabula rasa, when I go on stage, um, no, none of this has happened. Uh, of course, everything has happened. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I can make a, um, a conscious effort of not letting that affect how I play. But given that it's an art form that... Um, is spontaneous I feel if, at least for me it's impossible not to let my day affect yeah. the choices I will make on stage um, so after we did that usually when we have a show uh, we, we do a little warm up which is associating back and forth 
and then after a couple of minutes we stop and then we go backwards i would say i don't know oh. let's say yeah uh, let's say i i would say I, my last word was um socket and then i would say, i said socket because you said electricity and then you would electricity because you said that so you uh, you go back and Stuart it it works yeah. it works every time because wow. if you if you follow the logical yeah. uh, next thing that popped in your head yeah. uh, during that association um, it's no problem really wow. yeah <laughs> and it's it's nice to just get the feeling of also the other person where where's your head yeah today where's your where's your mind going yes um <laughs> so yeah these tiny little warm-ups yeah what kind of warm-ups do you and Bryn do? uh Bryn and i just have a chat yeah uh, so yeah partly about the days we've had but also just i ask him what he's really enthusiastic about mm. because i'm not necessarily going to bring it into the show although sometimes i will uh, but just if you know whatever he's ex whatever's exciting him at the moment i just mm. think that's a really nice thing to know about your scene partner and then if you can either try and bring in some of that sort of excitement or even the specific thing he's talked about mm. sometimes i'll do that so yeah we we don't do anything more complicated than that it's just a case of having a good chat and that's yeah it's a fun thing to do <laughs> yeah 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 absolutely cool and you've also uh been in various nursery originals i was yeah tell me about that experience so I was at the beginning of the year. I was in Heads Might Roll, um, right, yes. a political satire one that was um, it was Afi's project, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, when he mentioned it at that time, I played with somewhat theatre. So um, he mentioned it, I think, during one of our rehearsals, or also we are we are friends off stage. So somehow he mentioned. And I thought, well, if you're the director, then sure, I'm on board. I'm on board. Um, he's he's a great guy, and whatever that's gonna be, we will have a, a shitload of fun in rehearsals and at the shows. And that was um, we workshopped it a lot during the rehearsals, and it turned out to be a very um, rigid format. Um, lots of little 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 shortcuts in this in the sense of there was this um um the panel of three judges and they would they would call for evidence and they they were holding an inquiry right yeah. um on some kind of political topic um and then they would call um, evidence or a testimony where just someone would rant uh, just stand on stage and just 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 vomit their opinion in front of the audience. All these little fun things, or then um, uh, what what else? Like a cartoon, you know, mm. where where just a oh. couple of people would jump on stage, and then it was up to the panel to make um, sense out of it. Ah, ah we see here. Oh, what? <laughs> um, so yeah, that was um, that was a lot of fun. And then after that, I was in the Animals of Penny Fauna. Oh, yes. Which yes. is the, um, yeah, which is Animals of Farthing Woods improvised. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, playing talking animals. 
I want Bosch! <laughs> sure! Um, you demonstrate yeah. the complete, like, opposites of the, your range there. Yeah, exactly. like, We're going to do political inquiry, now we're going to be talking animals. <laughs> Yeah, that was um, that was a uh, much smaller cast. Uh, Heads, my role was I think twelve people, mm. um, and then Animals of Penny Fauna, I think we were six, and um, that were different director. Uh, that was James Lalasha, and um, she ha- has a completely different style to Arfi, um, which was also just just fun because when you have a director you just sit there right you're, you're in a um you, you just sit in 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 a car and you're dro- driven somewhere yeah. <laughs> which is which is brilliant you you don't have any responsibility yeah. you're you're just supposed to improvise which is this great experience like when you're on a walking tour and someone just tells you where to go yeah, yeah, yeah. um yeah, and for that, I just binged watched The Animals of Farthingwood on YouTube <laughs> because I had never watched that when I was a kid. And uh, traumatizing. I've never seen it. <laughs> it's um, The Animals of Farthingwood are animals yeah. in a forest, and then something I already forgot what happens to their forest. <laughs> but they have to go, they have to leave that forest oh. and find. Um, and someone tells them about a forest somewhere else. Yes. And um, so they all go together. Wow. Um, it sounds like to, Watership Down. Uh, Do you know Watership Down? No. Good. I know it's this kind of... It's a, all right. It's, it sounds very similar. Don't watch it. It's horrible. <laughs> okay. Or read the book. It, it's very traumatic. It's mm. an animation, but it's very, very traumatic mm. in the way that this sounds like it might have been. It... it it's it's interesting how even cartoons can make you cry, oh, right? Oh, yeah, definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and and also how even when it's not not a human personality, mm. it's I, I I was in tears when I watched Finding Nemo, and I don't know how they did it. <laughs> I think it's all in the eyebrows. But, uh, but uh, yeah, it's uh, the animals of Farthing Woods. You know that someone uh, one of the animals gets eaten. Or um, then there's the snake, uh, she's called Adder, and she always fights her um, um, compulsion to uh, eat other animals, uh, but she has to rein it in because they are all a fellowship of the forest seekers. You know? uh, um, so it's really, really dramatic. Um, we never put that off in a show. <laughs> but we had a lot of dramatic... Um, sets and some of them worked better some of them worked less good as it is an improv but it was always a lot of fun yeah yeah, yeah. just getting permission to play animals right yeah yeah. how did you get that that's amazing (laughs) and the last one i was in was a magic the harry potter one yeah yeah and um what shall i say we had cloaks and we had ones <laughs> uh, that was great yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, who uh, did you play any of the characters from the the books or the films and mm. who was your favorite person to play I played um, yes we had these canon characters um, we 
we uh, within the rehearsals we found out that it wouldn't be good to have too many of mm. them yeah, yeah. Um, within the same show, let alone the same scene. Um, but yeah, we touched upon them. And um, my, my favorite one, which was also the one I kind of researched during rehearsal, and then this was like my scene was Dobby. Ah, so and, and, and did everyone have to research individual characters and then yeah. present how to play them? Because mm -hmm. that's a really interesting idea. We didn't go through all of them. No. Um, uh, no, not everyone who had researched one would then actually present it because no. it took a while to, right. um, to, uh, to say that and to uh, let, the other, uh, let the others in on what you found. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, for instance, I, I didn't... Um, present to the group how Dobby was playing. Right. But um, at some point, um, Jude said, "Yeah, could you play Dobby?" And in the rehearsals, yeah. in the scene. And uh, they were, "Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. There's a, no problem at all, um, because he's he's just very, um, very physical. Yeah. And." Um, a lot of fun to play. Yeah. Did you watch Harry Potter? Yes, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, I spoke to Jacob, who was also in the cast. Yeah. And uh, he was telling me about uh, how, you, you know, you learn how to be um, Snape and um, mm. Dumbledore and things like that. So I was very mm. interested to know how you got to be, um, how you got to be Dobby. Yeah, that, um, um, Ed and I watched the Harry Potter uh, like compilations of certain characters wow. on YouTube, and then and then like presented it to to each other. His was Ron Weasley. Oh right, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so we just tried to rec like, <laughs> is it that? Is it, no, not quite, not quite. What's what's Dobby's physicality? Um, so it was yeah. You watch it on YouTube, which is great for just yeah. um, other people have pulled out. The characteristic <laughs> moments. Right. Yeah. Um, also, I had never watched the movies before. I had read the books right. and um, listened to the audiobooks, yeah. but when the first new movie came out and I saw the poster, I had already r read the books. Right. Yes. And listened to the audiobooks, and I had my own Hogwarts, yeah. my own Harry Potter world, also all the faces yes and i looked at these people and so and thought i'm sorry i don't know you guys <laughs> it's it's i bet you 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 do a great job yeah but sorry not my harry yeah. <laughs> or um not not my hogwarts in general yeah, yeah, yeah. um so I didn't have that much of an interest in watching the movies, right. but now for researching the, uh, these different characters, that of course was great, because um, it's easy to talk like Dobby, but um, most people probably have watched the movies, that would be the first point of um, yes. contact with Harry Potter, so I better move like Dobby too, right. yes. because otherwise it's just me with a little bit different, uh, different voice, and everyone. Th I think she tries to do some kind of goblin. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. So um, yeah, 
it's basically YouTube research. <laughs> that's, that's a really good tip. That's a really good tip. Thank you very much for that. Um, you also uh, you're interested in mime? Yeah, I I um, I noticed a while ago that whenever I watch an um, improv set, I really enjoy good object work yeah. or um, good object or rather specific object work. Um, or cool tricks like how how do you how do you walk how do you play a scene uh, that is just walking just hiking somewhere yeah. or going stairs up and down oh, yeah, yeah. and um, then I then someone pointed me towards a YouTube video which was physical theater and they would recreate Robin Hood um, on a I think like maybe two square meter um, um, stage. Yeah. So that was like, that was their challenge. And that was the final, the final presentation of some kind of class or uh, like university course. Um, so they were really, really good. And it was the best thing I've ever seen. Wow. And they did that all with mime and yeah, yeah, with yeah. different um, techniques of physical theater. And I thought, okay, I want to learn that because that looks like it's, first of all, it looks great. And uh, secondly, it looks like an awful lot of fun. Yeah. And it ties in with the Kung Fu thing of, I love to control every part of my body at any given time. So in mime, you have to be able to isolate um, the different parts of your body, you know, when you just like, just moving the head or just moving the bus or whatever um, your your intention is so then also when you when you play a um, robot and you just move really robot like yeah. what you do is that you isolate different parts of your body yeah. and meaning you control different parts of your body yeah and you know where they are and you just decide to keep them there and not move them randomly and it's just something to get lost in yeah sounds amazing yeah it's it's great fantastic fantastic if someone were to step on stage with you mm. to do a scene or a show or whatever what could they do to delight you find something for themselves uh -huh. Uh, it can be something as as easy as a um, smoking uh, like a smoking a mime cigarette yeah. um, or just a an emotion mm, because if a person does nothing at all it just stands there on stage and then maybe I because I always have my uh, comfortable object work then maybe creeps up and looks at it and says, mm, interesting and I think oh great we're fucked <laughs> because this was my thing and now it becomes the thing of the scene uh -huh. um, which is obviously not true but that is just um, um, my feeling that if I know uh, the other person also has something for themselves right. yes. that we can go everywhere yeah, yeah, yeah. um so yeah i think also maybe maybe scrap that because maybe the thing 
that really delights me is if we, we step on stage together and before we even play, we just look at each other, smile at each other yes. and say, yeah, fucking let's do a thing. <laughs> yeah? And this, and this um, just the idea of um, let's create something here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it might be terrible, but we will create it together. together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, the idea of we're both um, contributing to the thing we put on this stage together. Cool. Just this thing of I won't let you down. I won't cheat out to the audience if I notice that... Uh, this is not working. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Cool. And um, big, big, big final question. Big final question. Mm. Um, what's your signature move? What's the classic, classic thing they do? You save the day, you bring the house down. Everyone <laughs> goes, classic Eckhoff. Oh. Hmm. I have a signature move, but I don't bring the house down with it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, tell me about that signature. <laughs> so, so I might uh, have probably um, that would be a, a thing I do a lot would be a question like what happened to us when I for instance we, we just for some reason we went to conflict and then we went back and forth and what happened to us just to get oh, out of that really it's a little nice. bit like my, my rip cord <laughs> oh I really like that that's really good because um, I don't like fighting in real life and I don't enjoy watching anyone fight <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. so um, I don't want to put that in front of people and watch people uh, and let or make people watch me fighting so this is like my little um, oh, thing when to get out of this little loop. Yeah, no, I really like that. It's it's establishing the sort of the emotional connection between the the characters, and it's just like oh, yeah, neatly, yeah. Oh, I really love that. Yeah, it's it's this thing. Uh, you would probably only say that to someone if you regret that you're fighting at that given moment and this is not a like a liberation of of your deep inner feelings <laughs> towards the person you're just fighting with but rather that you regret that it has come to this whole situation where there was so much um so many negative emotions inside of you that you started arguing um maybe that and if it's not that then probably some um i would grab a piece of object work and just play with it. Ah, lovely. <laughs> lovely. That sounds fantastic. <laughs> Thank you very much for being a guest on the Improv London podcast. <laughs> Thank you so much for having Thank me, Stuart. Bye. Bye. I made this. That's improv. <laughs> <laughs>